Welcome to the Move Me to Texas podcast, your source for all things Houston. Each week, we break down what's going on and what's new in Houston and its suburbs. We provide you with market updates, plus a little bit of real estate news. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Move Me to Texas podcast. I am joined today by Andrea Sanchez. What's up, Andrea? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Um, just hanging out. Um, what's, what's new? How was your day? My day was good. It was interesting. I had, um, a good lunch. Oh, we had lunch together. We had lunch together. It was was like, Oh, you had a good lunch. That's cool. What? Tell me more. Oh, wait, I was there. We both, we had the same meal. Basically we both had steak. Yes. And oysters. What's funny like to me is I always like make fun of people when they go to like a seafood type restaurant and get steak um but we all basically had steak and burgers uh Mm -hmm. at a seafood restaurant but it was good uh and we had like the seafood platter or whatever so you know that was pretty good i think it counts i've never had tuna tartare and i didn't think that i was going to like it but it was really good did you like no Wait, I didn't hear you. You're freezing. Am I? Yep. Do you like sushi? Not really. I go as far as the California roll, and I don't like any other type of sushi. Katie, you are freezing up. Oh, no. Am I back? You are back. There you go. Okay. All right. I was going to say, just keep it going. If, uh, you know, I just tried texting you, keep it logging, gogging, going. Um, yeah. If I, if I freeze up again, then just keep it going. But um, yeah, lunch was good. Uh, Eunice over there off of Buffalo Speedway and Upper Kirby area. Pretty tasty. Uh, I'm a fan. I like their seafood. But yeah, I was going to say, if you are a fan of sushi, then maybe I have some places. What's going on, Rick? our buddy out in Orange County, Long Beach area. Um, yeah. So I will, maybe we'll, we'll ease you into sushi, ease you into poke and stuff. Cause I've got some good sushi places. Um, okay. It is today is April, almost April 1st. It's not April fool. Yeah. It's not April 1st. Uh, we're, we're at the end of March right now. And I know what a lot of people have been getting in the mail has been their appraised value for the next year. Have you been getting any calls from clients? I have gotten more phone calls recently in the past month um, from past clients than ever before. And a lot of them are scared. They are worried because they receive their assessed values from the appraisal districts. And of course, they get nervous because it shows that, you know, the value of their home is going up. Property taxes are going up. And it's it's a real it's a real thing. So we've been working through it, trying to help people's values go down slightly. Want to keep value on their home, but try to help with the, for tax purposes, make it work. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing to point out is the appraised value and market value are two different things, right? So, um, you know, we often help our clients fight their tax appraised value each year to ensure that it stays as low as possible. And then that's not necessarily what the value is when you go to sell. So, um, KHOU actually last week came out with an article where they let's see if I can share my screen here. 
um, basically talking about, you know, the booming real estate market being bad news for Harris County homeowners. Um, and basically they said that um, HCAD, the Harris County Appraisal District, so Harris County is the main county here in Houston. Um, they said that the values of over 95% of residential properties in the county have increased. So a um, couple of points in here. First one being that um, the homestead exemption does cap yearly increases at 10%. Um, so make sure that you have that homestead exemption filed. Um, and then on top of that, um, you can protest your taxes by mid-May. Um, and there are instructions for that on the letter that you receive. Um, or you can go to HCAD um, to read more about that. So um, to touch on that homestead exemption, a lot of people, I'm sure you hear, we preach it to our clients all the time. Make sure that you file for your homestead exemption. We call people, email them, let them know when it's time. You only need to file it once. Um, but if the, the property that you're purchasing, you're living there, it is your homestead, you are eligible most likely for that homestead exemption. As long as it's not an investment property, you're not leasing it out to someone, Airbnb, whatever it is, then you can get that homestead exemption. That'll help you on your property taxes. And another thing is when you contest your taxes, it's not like you're going in front of the IRS. <laughs> you're going in front of the, the county tax assessors. Um, it can be a little intimidating, but it might be easier than you think. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we've definitely done it in the past. Um, you can also hire companies to protest your taxes for you as well. And they take a percentage of whatever, you know, um, decrease that you get on your taxes. Um, mm -hmm. So if you don't have the time or energy or, you know, to do it yourself, you can hire companies to do it. Um, in addition to homestead exemptions, um, you know, there's uh, over 65, there's uh, disability um, veteran homestead exemptions as well. Um, so depending on, you know, your status under those things, there may be additional, um, you know, exemptions that you can file for. And now it used to be that you, if you bought a home today, you'd have to wait until the beginning of next year to file. Now you can file immediately after purchasing uh, your new home. So that's something that I think is a benefit um, so that you don't forget, you know, the next year. But um, yeah, the homestead exemption will provide um, a discount on the school taxes. Um, it will uh, provide about a 20% discount on like county taxes um, and it will cap your um, increases as well. So definitely important to file um, and then protesting your taxes can be of benefit as well. So if you need help with that, always feel free to reach out. Always happy to help. Um, one, one thing, Katie, too. Don't pay anybody to file your homestead exemption for you. It, it is it's free. free. It's free. It's easy. We can walk you through it. If you know our clients, we walk them through it. They have questions. We can help them answer the questions. But do not pay anybody to do this because you'll get solicited, you know, unsolicited mail, people reaching out to you saying that they will file your homestead exemption for $40. And then they'll try to intimidate you, say they'll put a rush on it for an extra $250 when you could have done it online via an app for free in five minutes. Yeah, if you're in Harris County, HCAD has an app that you can do it uh, on there pretty easily. Um, mm -hmm. That is a very good point. It is free to file. Um, and yeah, once once they see that there's been a deed transfer on a property, the letters start coming. And they look pretty official too. 
Yeah. Um, I always tell clients like, take a picture, send it to me. I'll tell you if it's real or not. And I'm like, nope, throw it away. Nope, throw it away. Yeah. So yeah, good point there. Um, okay. So something interesting, fun, the Memorial Park tunnel is now open. Um, so the eastbound um, one is the, the land tunnel is now open. Um, so you, I don't know. Here's, here's like a video. I don't know if this will play of people driving through it. Oh, look, there's cars, uh, people hanging out of sunroofs. That, uh, that doesn't seem safe. <laughs> have you driven through it yet? I have not driven through it yet. I haven't had time to have you. No, no. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that it's kind of cool. I saw some, some friends post videos of them. Oh, just like this of them driving through it. It's really well lit. Um, you know how like some tunnels are like kind of dark and scary. Uh, really well lit. Pretty cool. Um, something else that's cool coming to Houston soon is the art car parade. Oh, yeah. Have you ever been? Yes. We used to make it a family tradition because it's always held on Mother's Day weekend. So Well, this weekend, it's or not this weekend, this year it's being held on April 7th through the 10th. <sighs> Oh, they just broke tradition. <laughs> not mother, yeah, that's not Mother's Day. But the good news is it'll be cooler, I would say, April 7th through 10th as opposed to May, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually hot out there. Very hot. People get sunburned. Um, did you see who the, uh, what is it, the leader, what do we call this? Um, not the commissioner. Who is it? Um I'm going to just keep scrolling to see if I can find what you're thinking of, but I don't know. This article is just all about the food and uh, food trucks that are going to be surrounding um, the art car parade, but I don't, I don't know what you're trying. To so say. the, like the grand chairman, the person who kicks off the parade. Okay. Um, this year it is Bun B. Oh, he's just all over. He's everywhere right now. So yeah, he's he's uh, the one who's kicking off the art car parade this year. And okay. Should be fun. Do you just have like a, a Bun B uh, news, like uh, Google alert set up? No, it's, I just heard it on the radio this afternoon. In fact, when I was driving home from the office today, I heard it on the radio. Do you, um, okay. Cool. It's interesting. Have you been to the parade before? I have. Yeah. Um, I just think it's cool. Like all the cars and stuff, um, reading through this article here, a lot of the, um, not restaurants, but like food trucks and stuff sound pretty good. Waffle bus, burger joint. Going to be a fun time. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. Um, okay. Let's see what else. I, I pulled up a bunch of articles and now I forgot what they are. Um, oh, so Kroger in the Heights, get this. You can now get to-go food from Kroger in the Heights and from a bunch of different restaurants. Have you heard about this? I saw something about this briefly. Is that that same Kroger like over there off of, um, is it 11th Street? Yeah, off of Shepherd. Yes, the one that used to have the bar inside. I think it still does. But basically they took out five aisles. They built out a 10,000 square foot kitchen. Wow. And it's, they've got like all these different restaurants. So you can get like a Mr. Beast burger, barbecue, uh, hot dogs, and different things. Oh. Um, oh, here they are. Badass breakfast burritos, bad mother clucka, 
uh, Buca de Beppo, Burns Barbecue, uh, Capriati's, Doghouse, Fud Ruckers, Impossible Shop, Jailbird, Jolio, Mr. Beast Burgers, Plant B, Rustic, Snow Fox, and Wing Zone. Hmm. But like you can get like popular stuff from yeah. each of those places. So like, you know how like when you're like, oh, I could really go for a burger, but then someone else is like, oh, but I wanted like barbecue and someone else is like, oh, but I wanted this. You can get it all ordered here in one spot. Oh, huh. that's convenient. I think it's kind of cool, especially with some of like the, um, you know, there's lots of different kind of things. Mm-hmm. They're so. stepping, Kroger's is stepping their game up now. <laughs> did you just say Kroger's? Kroger. Did you add an S to that or no? I did. did. I hear an S? I did. Yeah. Kroger's. Okay. Kroger. Let me correct myself. Kroger yeah. is stepping up their game now. Yeah. So you can go like get your sparkling waters. You can see like the little Croy in the background. Go get a little loaded off the the bar in there, and then also you know pick up a Mr. Beast burger. Hmm. It's like a date night, uh, you know. And everyone you know can get what they want. That is true. Everyone can get what they want. Um, cool. So what else do I got? Um, oh, I thought this was interesting. This was a Houstonia article about Houston ranking high in the um in the best housing markets for growth and stability hmm. so where, where are we at with inventory right now this week? um as of monday we're under thirteen thousand listings it was like twelve thousand listings mm-hmm. i can tell you exactly how many uh da, 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 da. yeah twelve thousand seven hundred and forty two listings wow so are we still at about a month and a half of inventory, give or take? A little under 1.3 months. Um, but basically, yeah. I mean, so this was talking about like, obviously we had le- we have record low inventory, but this um, personal finance website, Smart Asset, did um, like a, it, it says investigation. I feel like that's a strong word, but they researched um, housing markets for growth and stability. They took a look at home value data over 400 different metro areas. Um, and Houston ranked sixth. Um, some of the key factors on that were a 221% increase in home prices since 1997 and a 0% chance of home value loss, which I'm like, I wonder how they figure that out. Um, But the two main drivers were price increases and job creation. Um, And then the Greater Houston Partnership reported that 2021 reached record numbers for job growth, helping to recover many Positions lost. All right. I don't know if you can see the screen. I can see the screen. Hold on. I can barely see it. Yes, I can see it. I mean, I am I back? Am I better? You're better. You're there. We got you. All right. I'm not seeing the little like spinny circle thing telling me I have no service. Um, But anyways, the Greater Houston Partnership said that um, 2021 reached record numbers for job growth, helping to recover many positions lost following the onset of the pandemic. Um, The region created 151,800 jobs, which is a 5.1% increase over 2020. Wow. So half of the top 20 metro areas ranked were in Texas. Um, And Austin took number one. Austin, I'm not surprised. Definitely not surprised. What about um, like the Dallas market? Where where did that rank? Directly behind Houston, of course, at number seven. Oh, okay. 
and then Odessa was eight. Midland was three. So what about um, what about like the Rio Grande Valley? I'm starting to see. I've I've noticed the trend of people that are starting to move now to the Rio Grande Valley. So Harlingen. Um, what else is down there? Harlingen. We've got um, just that whole area. Um, yeah, I don't know what it where it ranks. Um, let's see. We've got Midland. Uh, which is not down there. Um, let's see. Fort Collins. Oh, here's. So Austin, number one, Midland, Houston, Dallas, San Angelo, San Antonio, Fort Worth, College Station. Mm. No. Well, it wouldn't be Rio Grande. What would be a city that I could put in there? So Harlingen. I'm so bad. Harlingen. I don't think it's in there. Yeah, Harlingen. Um, I'm trying to think the large cities down there. I don't so think it's the biggest one. Um, the rest of the cities are pretty small, but that's one of the major city, cities. Well, out this there. only this article only has the top 20, so it could potentially be on there. Um, mm-hmm. I just don't know. Hmm. I feel like that area within the next 10 years is definitely going to have um, a large number of relocations. Yeah, people that are looking to locate to Texas, that that area is just slowly going to start creeping up. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, what else have you been seeing out there in the world? We're still in multiple offer situations, real estate wise. Um, that hasn't slowed down the amount of inventory that's out there. It's it's you know the amount of inventory is just getting smaller and smaller and smaller. So within the past few months, we were at like a month and a half. Now you're saying 1.3 months. So it's going down a little bit more. Um, I don't think interest rates, of course, interest rates are going up. But I don't think that's really stopping people right now. Just because the rates are still at the end of the day, they're still low. Um, it's yeah. Not like five years ago. Um, multiple offer situations. We were seeing them quite a bit in the price points, you know, 250, 300, 350. But now I'm seeing them in the higher price points even five, six, seven hundreds. We're seeing multiple situations there, um, which is a little surprising, but, you know, it's happening. That's what I'm saying. It is surprising, but one thing that I feel like um, we've seen in each, like, month when HAR puts out their press release is that the um, higher price points, like 500 to 750, 750 to a million, a million plus, have seen some of the biggest year over year gains as far as the amount of sales that are happening in those price points. So like before when we would say like, Oh, Hey, if you're over 500 K, like there's not that many buyers, you know, I think that some of it is people trading up. So people that already live here saying, I'm going to sell my $350,000 house and buy a 500 K house or, you know, whatever that trade up may be and people coming in from out of state. So I think it's like the combination of the two um, really has driven those price points up. Uh, Matt had a question on the I-45 project, um, talking about 45 from downtown to Greens Point. Um, I'm under the impression for 45 from downtown to Greens Point, I think that's going to be the last section that is done um, as far as revamping and working on 45. So I don't know. Um, the last I had read, it would start closer to downtown and then it would go up through the Heights, Independence Heights, and then up to Greens Point. 
So, um, you know, I think they said that they would start in 2021 and, and then start the rest in maybe 2022 or 2023. So I would assume that they'll actually do it in like never kidding, kind of not kidding. Um, all right. Final question. What are your thoughts? Why is this not showing up? Oh, I'm just clicking it too many times and too fast. Is Houston really still affordable? What are your thoughts? I think it is compared to many other places in the United States um, and taking into consideration our cost of living in the Houston area, our job market, it is still affordable. Yep. That's it. I think I, so I agree with you. I think that if you are looking to purchase a property under $350,000, um, it's going to be difficult, but it's not impossible. Would be my, um, would be my two cents there. I think that, um, you know, we've helped a lot of clients over the past year purchase in that price point. You know, the two fifty to three fifty kind of price point, um, and it's definitely been tough. But um, you know, winning out in multiple offer situations and and you know finding a property isn't impossible. So. I think depending on where you're looking, neighborhoods, things like that, um, definitely still doable. Um, but yeah, that's my two cents. I agree. All right. Well, are you going to go to the art car parade? No. No. Even though Bun B's, Bun B's going to be there. I have plans that weekend. Well, that's too bad. That's too bad. I, I think I'm in town. Maybe I'll go. You Maybe should. I'll go. I feel like you're going to go check out the food trucks and I can't check out the food trucks. Oh, we've got the, we've got the crawfish boil that weekend. Exactly. We have plans that weekend. <laughs> then you told me I should go check it out. I'm hosting a crawfish boil. All right. Well, Andrea, I appreciate your time. Thanks for hopping on here to uh, chop it up with me for a little bit. Um, but I hope you have a great day and it's been real. I'll talk to you later. Bye.